0: to the you hear big girls attack on titan anime podcast my name is luna and this month i'm not joined by momtaku because we decided to split up the podcast into a manga and an anime section so joining me for the anime discussion we have coffee who's been on before uh coffee lives in japan goes to all the attack on titan events and is a big Aaron fan welcome coffee thank you And our second guest today is James. James co-hosts the Titan Tea Time podcast, along with Petter, who's been on our podcast before. Welcome, James. Good to finally have you on as well.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: Are you guys excited? Yes. So excited. (laughs) (laughs) Very much so. Well, let's, uh, let's dive right into the other side of the sea. Before we start though, I want to mention that we will make sure that the comment section will stay spoiler-free. And first we'll talk about the anime episode and it will be safe for anime only. And then later on we'll get into the manga spoilers, but we'll we'll notify you. There will be a timestamp, so don't worry. Alright. So, first impressions, guys. Did you love this episode? Because I sure did.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I think in terms of love or hate, I got to go with love. Mm. I, oh yeah. You know, I was looking back on the first season and how much that had an impact on me, and you know how I end up loving the loving uh, Attack on Titan, and and I saw this as a as a great way to introduce the Marley arc, and that's that's why I loved it so much. It may not have the same emotional impact, at least for me, that that first episode, very first episode ever, did. But I, I do think it's it's a great way to start this kind of new tone for the series in a lot of ways.
0: Yeah, that's, that's one thing I will agree with. I think this season was the best choice to go with a new studio. Yeah. Like they have a blank slate. They can set a tone that fits the manga, the change in the shift in story a lot better. So, mm-hmm. and I think it shows in both the opening and ending as well those two were also very different from anything we've heard before.
1: <laughs> very true.
0: How about you, Coffee? What do you think about the the very first episode?
2: Oh man, you know, I I loved it. I absolutely loved it from the opening to the clothe, closing, to the new voice actors, to the <laughs> designs. I was I'm I'm all in. I I absolutely love it. I love it too. I you know, I I don't think it's like a competition, I think they both have their own yeah. ways of doing things, and i I just I'm, I'm so excited for this season, and I think this set a good uh, precedent going forward.
0: It really did. I was blown away myself just I don't know I was on the edge of my seat the entire episode, even though you know I knew what was going to happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, I feel like the visuals were amazing. I feel like the little scenes they added or made longer were really well done as well. I just got like this really unsettling feeling throughout the entire episode, but also like this really hyped feeling. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it was you know, they alternated that quite well. And they did a really good job, I think, on the Titan designs. They're a little bit different than Wits, but really good, uh, even though they're CGI. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'll be honest. Uh, I-, I do like the designs and... For me, when the Titans or the you know the Titan powers stand still or are mm-hmm. emotionless, I think they look pretty good. And you be hard some some of them. You hard press. Wait, is that is that two D animated or three D animated mm-hmm. or drawn? But when they move, that's when that's when the disappointment comes in for me because I can clearly oh. tell that they're three D. And I know some people have different thoughts on that. But uh, when I first saw it, I was I was very disappointed. However, I did rewatch it last night to get ready for this. And with that second view, I I got over that disappointment that it's not 2D animated and it, it it was better. I I enjoyed it more.
0: So do you think it looks good or do you still have some reservations?
1: Um I I do still have reservations. It's better than obviously better than what was going on in season 2 and season 3. <laughs> uh Well, it's hard not to. Yeah, really. Really though. <laughs> but I think that I just part of me just longs for those those epic two D animated moments with Reiner and Aaron or um, Annie and Aaron in their Titan forms. You know, I, not to say we won't get those, but this could be a sign that it's it is going to be mostly three D. And I just I don't think it hits as hard when it's three D animated in a two D space versus all 2d does that make sense Mm. it does but i'm not sure i agree (laughs) no hey that that's totally fine (laughs) i totally understand i i think i'm in the minority on that one
0: (laughs) i don't know i saw that online at least a lot of people liked it Mm -hmm. i didn't find the the you know the contrast between 2 and 3d too jarring Mm -hmm. any thoughts on that from you
2: coffee um, I was the same, but I will say when we were watching it the first night, I let my son stay up late to watch it, and he noticed it right away. I did not notice it at all. He's like, oh, hey, there's something different about the Titans, especially with um with the Beast Titan. He was, he oh, was yeah. like, something bothered him. And we were watching it again the next day after school, and he's like, yeah, the Beast Titan, something looks different. And he goes, I don't like it. And I didn't notice at all. I'm like, I was like, yeah, it looks fine. And he's like, no, something's different. And it 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 bothered him enough. It kind of took him out of it. So there was that.
1: Yeah, I I, I agree with your son. To be honest, the Beast Titan is probably <laughs> unfortunately for Zeke fans, he's probably the worst one done in 3D, in my opinion. But you know, I mean, he's he's still Zeke. He's still yeah. <laughs> goofball that he is
2: um and, and like going forward it can you know i think they're they're also getting used to it right because it's the first episode and we might see changes like or or like little tweaks done to it right you mean for the blu-ray or like later on in the season No, like as they as they go animating it right because they're still they're still working on mm. episodes that are coming up
1: yeah i mean who knows potentially maybe maybe in order to get the first episode done and they didn't want to put as much time into it as maybe later on in the Marley arc later on, maybe there's more 2d animated Titan fight scenes. I, I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if this was their kind of direction, their art direction going forward, you know, keep with the 3d, but Hey, I mean, we'll see. Maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised.
0: I think what James is saying will probably be right. But like I said, I'm not too bothered by it. So I'm Gucci. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, I didn't notice it at all, like, to be honest. Like, the only thing, like, that I could maybe notice is, like, that it allows them to do different camera movements. Mm. But other than True. that, it, it didn't bother me, to be honest.
1: I, I will say that the the motion of, or the, Reiner, Reiner's movements were very well choreographed. And that, that scene in the fort mm-hmm. is, yeah. is really cool to see. Um, just how he takes everything out and just yeah, that battle. I, I did enjoy how that was uh directed.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it just me or does there seem to be a lot more motion? Yes. Compared to width anyway? Like it, it just feels like a, a freight train that keeps on going and going and going. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think with 3D animation it's just mm-hmm. easier to keep things moving. And I guess maybe that's part of the reason why it's it feels out of place to me. Because you have uh, static images with a model that can move fluidly.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, okay. Yeah. So you also had a favorite moment, James. What was that?
1: Yeah. I. I again, I had to go back and watch it again to solidify this, but I really do think it's when the Titans are dropping down and they just um, fall down like bombs on the fort. That that is incredibly well done, and then Zeke's roar is great. And then Reiner's line before he drops, he's like, I'm tired of these walls. It's like, ooh, like it's so good. Like, oh my gosh, I love it.
0: I think my favorite scene comes directly after that, where like Reiner cuts his hand and transforms. It just, yeah, it's such a good scene.
1: Right. So good. Like his
0: facial expression. And then, you know, how he kind of goes inside the Titan, like mm-hmm. it's a Mecca. Yeah. And then, Just how he lands with his eyes glowing and the new design, just which is, I think the new design resembles like, like older Reiner more. Like the hair is longer and it looks a bit skinnier. The armor Titan.
1: Mm. Oh, okay. So I
0: I thought it was funny that it really resembles Reiner more than like it's just not. It's not a set appearance apparently for the armor Titan at least. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it's just a new design, and I'm just overthinking. this (laughs)
1: maybe but i think you do bring a good point especially going forward i they may try to what you know hit the point on the head that this titans are unique to the individual Mm -hmm. right so at least that's how i feel
2: what was your favorite moment coffee gosh i think like James said, like the moment that it was like the most hype was like that iconic moment with all the Titans dropping mm-hmm. down from the mm-hmm. airship. And that was the point where my son was like losing his mind. <laughs> <you know? laughs> um, and other than that, I, it's it's not a moment that I enjoyed, but I thought it just worked very well. the The soldiers like p o v and the the horrors of war mm. you know like the the mm-hmm. waste of life on both sides right you have mm. the the, sol- the soldiers strapped with the bombs you have the guy kissing the portrait you know he knows that's it it's over for him and and the scene with the ships at the end um being sunk and you have the bodies in the water i thought it just worked particularly well and i thought it it was it was really well done
0: yeah i think if anything was really Underlined with a red marker, like it's the atrocities of war. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I think. I I felt most this chapter, this unsettling feeling of all the Eldians being sacrificial lambs, and yeah, but also like the ease they would kill the other side with, mm-hmm. and show the horrors of you know, yeah, the bodies sinking down to the bottom of the ocean. There wasn't really like just one side that you would feel bad for. It just war is awful.
2: Yeah, like you said, it's such a such a waste of of life, you know, mm. so unnecessary, right? So I thought that was it was pretty powerful, and it it just worked well for me.
0: Yeah, I think I'm I'm glad that they're showing more of those scenes.
2: Yes. Mm. Yeah. Agreed.
1: Same as same with me.
0: All right, let's talk a little bit more about Mappa taking over for Wit. How do you guys? Feel for the rest of the season. Are you confident that we will sing Mappa the same praises as we've done for Wit the past couple of years, James?
1: Yeah, uh you bring an interesting point to that question. Will we sing the praises of Mappa with Wit? It's hard to tell, but I, I do. I I have confidence that they'll do well, though. So I guess I'll say yes. I think we will, you know, sing the praises for amazing moments and amazing, uh, amazingly animated scenes. Uh, I, I I think this kind of solidified our faith in that. But to be honest, going into this, I I didn't think that there would be an issue with Mappa versus uh, Wit. You know, I do love Wit, and I have you know what they did with the original Attack on Titan or the you know the first few seasons of Attack on Titan is special to me. So obviously, I was going to have a little bit of apprehensions to this, uh, but at the same time, I. I realized that you know this studio has a great pedigree and I felt that they were going to do a, a good job. Yeah, I was a little disappointed with 3D animation, but <laughs> um, again, it's better than what WIT did. And I, I think going forward, they'll, they'll nail it.
2: Ah, How about you, Coffee? You know, same. I, I think they did a great job. I like the tweaks that they did make. I think it, it makes it more powerful. And um, I'm excited to see what they do going forward. I think what we could see from this episode is that they're not afraid to, you know, stay true to what happens in the story, but they're also not afraid to add their own touches to it as well. And mm-hmm. I love that they also respect um, what came before them, like the the scene changes, those little cards they kept and they tried to keep things consistent between studio changes. So I have full faith in them. I'm really excited to see what they do in the future. And I, I really enjoyed the first episode. And, and you know, it's only the first episode. So we have so much more to go. And I'm
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I remember there was like a short interview with the director from MAPA who said that, yeah, they wanted to both honor like WIT and the manga, but also, you know, keep, a sense of consistency going. So they mm-hmm. wanted to, you know, give it their own special touch, but not go overboard with it. Yeah. It still has to feel familiar to all the people who've been watching the past three seasons. Right.
1: Exactly. And I think they've, at least this first episode have done a really good job of that. E- even the art style. Uh, like I said, last night, I, I, I watched the first episode and then I watched episode 60, you know, th- th- this episode we're talking about and just mm-hmm. compare, just compared the two vibes and, and the art styles and the art style is different, but the vibe,
0: yeah,
1: definitely. But the vibe (laughs) is, you know, the lighting and everything, but the vibe is still, well, obviously the theme is different, but I think, I think the same vibe is there. Like it's still attack on Titan. This is still the same project. It's not Mm -hmm. a reboot or obviously it's not a reboot, but, um, (laughs) I don't know, it, it it felt like a good continuation rather than they go, Oh, yeah. well, I guess we got a new attack on Titan now. Well, that's kind
0: of funny. I don't know if you guys have ever watched Beyblade back in the day. Yeah. No. But there were like original cast there were like three seasons and every seasons like the the i think the studio must have changed because the art style changed drastically oh really every season (laughs) it was like they went from normal kids to very scrawny skinny looking and then they were like older and good looking in the final season it was really weird (laughs) (laughs) so we didn't get you know those sort of shenanigans at least so (laughs) that's good yeah I must say, I really enjoy the fluidity and the movements in the first episode. I think that was really well done. The only thing that I'm a little bit iffy on is the facial expression. Sometimes I feel like with Colt and Magat, uh, at times I thought it looked a bit off and then, you know, they really, t- you could tell that with Reiner and even Zeke, they, they had a little bit more effort put in, at least that's <laughs> what it looked like to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can, I can see that. But I feel like, um, you know, it's not worse or better than Wit. It's just different to me. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's a different tone. It's a different way, a different approach. And I remember Momtaku met someone at an anime convention who had actually worked with this director before. Oh, And uh, they mentioned him uh, being like someone who just goes full force at it, just throws everything he has at the uh, anime he's working on. And I feel like the first episode really shows that. Because mm. it's just... You know, full thrust. You know, nonstop from beginning to end.
1: Yeah, I I, I agree, and I I think he, he's done a good job at least with this this first episode. Talking about the facial expressions, I I don't, I, I kind of agree. I think what is it, what I noticed with Mappa more so than Wit, at least mm. comparing those two first episodes. It's Mappa ha- what. Trying to have these really small movements, um, even when the character is static, um, mm-hmm. sometimes it was a little off-putting just because you could tell it was on a loop, and <laughs> you know, like Colt breathing deeply as he's talking to Maggoth, you know, you could tell they kind of loop that. Um, however, I mean, I mean, I mean, that's fine. I'm not. I don't expect them to animate every frame, but other times it, it I think it worked out for the. What they were trying to express at that moment, and and again, there were there were some really good animated times for even the small characters. Um, I'm terrible with the the little ones' names, besides Falco and Gabby, the guy with the glasses,
0: Udo, and uh, oh my god, no, I forgot her name, right? Udo and Sophia.
1: Sophia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Udo. Uh, I, I, actually, I I didn't think I would love this scene as much as I did, but when he just squeezing. Uh, falco's (laughs) head as he's putting the bandage he's complaining about the navy that was that was surprisingly well done and i don't know if wit would have gone that extra mile on that maybe they would have i don't know but it's i guess i guess maybe maybe it's not best to compare or or it's not a competition you know what i mean but
0: no no but i do agree with you in that sense like i felt like if wit would add a scene it would be just like a whole new scene Mm. Like, you know, that scene in the snow where they uh, are supposed to go out looking for Ymir. Mm-hmm. That wasn't in the manga. And then um, last season, when they walk over to Eren's house to go to the basement, and they kind oh, of yeah. see yeah. the ruins uh, of Shiganshina.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I feel like with Mappa, it's more like they they make the scene a little bit longer, or like they add some little things to a scene, but they don't add something completely new.
1: Yeah, I can see that. that makes
0: sense? So... At least, you know, based on one whole episode. (laughs) True. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And what you also mentioned about like the little movements, I feel like maybe that's also why it felt so, I wouldn't say cluttered, but just um, there's a lot going on. And I felt a little bit overwhelmed when I was done, Mm. maybe because there's so much going on on your screen at the same time. Like you don't really know where to look. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I guess that's war for you, maybe. I don't know. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Is there, yeah, any other things you noticed in this episode?
2: I love the voice acting so much. <laughs> I love the new voice actors. I love Gabby. I love Falco. Uh, Magus is kind of intimidating. <laughs> um, I thought everybody everybody did such a fantastic job.
0: I mean, they did. I I was especially pleased with Gabby and Falco. It really sounded spot on. But I was I was a bit scared by my goth. Like yeah, Coffee and I talked about it a little bit before we started recording, and um, she said that the lines in the manga were the same as in the anime, but in the delivery, at least it feels very different. Like he didn't seem so mean <laughs> to everyone.
1: Yeah, in the manga, for some reason I thought it like when he says like oh you dare give me orders i almost thought he was kind of maybe joking not joking but not as serious in the manga but in in the anime it's like oh my gosh like cole yeah. you better pray for your life there man like, <laughs> good night um so yeah i i think he did an excellent job there uh my favorite was G- gabby like i she nailed it like incredibly well and <laughs> i I was debating which what my favorite scene was with the one I mentioned and Gabby's just triumphant exp- explosion of the tank. I, I that was so well done. I mean, I I love that scene in the manga, but the mm. what really gets me with that one is after she succeeds in that and she jumps up and she just screams in joy, just like I you know I did it. I mean, she didn't say I did it, but she just screams and laughs laughs kind of maniacally as she runs <laughs> off. And the way she runs off is. It is so well done and, and, and fluid. I, I love it.
2: Same.
0: I love that scene so much. I mean, Gabby was so funny, especially when she was talking to my Well, like, yeah. uh, you know, if I'm too cute to you lose and I'm worth more than 800 Eldians, I understand. <laughs> it's just
1: hilarious. Her, yeah. Her cockiness is, you know, usually I'd probably be put off by that, but with her, it's, I don't know, it's kind of endearing. Uh, maybe I'm Falco in this situation. I don't know.
0: <laughs> oh, we haven't talked about the new Titans we saw. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I was just going to ask how do you guys think they look this uh, episode?
2: It's intense. They're intense Titans. <laughs> <laughs> um, and seeing, yeah, like seeing Peek with uh, the armor and the, the, the gun turret on top attacking is like insane it's you know it's great seeing the the titans mixing with the modern technology right
0: mm, that's true yeah feels like we got an upgrade in like the military equipment and uh weapons mm-hmm. compared to the last couple of seasons
1: absolutely the cart yeah the cart titan it was incredibly intimidating way more intimidating than i, than I thought they'd be the way they dig into that trench and just annihilate them all. It was like, wow, that, that was scary. Uh, Galliard uh, was one of the MVPs besides Reiner, obviously, but he, I think they used him really well in having Reiner's back and taking out things and his reveal when he saved Gabby and Falco, that was great. Like that was on point. And
0: mm, it really was. And I also like the exchange he had when he goes in to save Reiner when he's in the armored
2: Titan and about to be blown away by one of the the cannons yeah, uh, mm-hmm. that was a that was a great scene too Like you could really see um for the first time in the show that the Titans being so vulnerable right when when Reiner is mm-hmm. yeah. you know getting like his arm blown away is pretty intense, but
0: this is also I think the first time we've seen four Titans work together, yeah. So that's also pretty cool, I think.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And you know, like working together and, and being so effective. I- if you think, yeah, about like it, they're
0: really looking out for each. It's not. Well, I mean, you you could say Return to Shiganshina was also like the Car Titan, Bird Reiner, and uh, the Beast Titan. Oh yeah, good. But point. that that felt different. This that was them like each off doing their own thing
2: almost. Right, right. The level of, of cooperation. It's uh, it's it's if you think about it, it's like. It's insane that they were able to come out of the Battle of Shiganshina, right? Because they're mm. so well-trained and working as a unit, they're so effective.
0: I know. What were they thinking four years prior? <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's because they got Erwin and Armin and all, all their great minds to deal with. They can't possibly match their brains. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs>
2: I mean, they were they were kids, right, at that time. True. So yeah. they were they were still learning, and now they have like the military command structure, right? Probably,
1: yeah.
2: guiding them a little more firmly. So
1: it's I guess it's also unfortunate, maybe unfortunate is the wrong word, but I'll say it anyway. It's unfortunate that the world is reaching the point where they don't need to fear Titans as much, like they have the weapons to take them down. So you know, despite them being able to work so well together as a team they may become obsolete in that sense. So
0: Yeah. Hmm. I do think it's uh it's interesting because I'm looking at the the anime poll results, which have been done by a different team by the way, than the the manga poll. And like the majority of people really enjoy the the switch from Wits to MAPA. I'd say 75% of the manga readers and how many of the anime only? Sixty-two. So overwhelming majority is like, yeah, I'm here Great. for this. Yeah. So I'm happy about that. And I have to disappoint you, James, but most people also do enjoy the CGI Titans. Even e. though Yeah.
1: I told you I was in the minority.
0: <laughs> yeah. I should have looked at the poll results before.
1: <laughs> it could be it could be that people are just comparing it to the last two seasons, or maybe they're not, but I mean definitely from what wit was doing with three um 3D animation it is light years better.
0: So uh let's talk a little bit about the new opening and ending cuz we don't have any link to Horizon this time for the first time ever. How do you guys feel about that?
2: Okay, unpopular opinion. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm kind of glad. Um I <laughs> I love I love what they've done in the past, and I love the the contribution that they made. But the last opening that they did, uh, in in the latest season, I thought it was kind of a mess. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of it. I think it was it was just a bit. How do you say they tried to do too much with it, make too mm. many callbacks? Well, they put like every other opening.
0: From the previous seasons into that opening right Mm -hmm.
2: exactly and i i think i i'm i think for this it's a it's a new season it's a new studio and it's it's like a a whole new world right it's the first time we're, we're seeing the other side of the sea and i think this is very fitting i think in a way linked horizon it's got such a how do you say like a a patriotic and a rah-rah military feeling that wouldn't exactly it would be kind of almost offensive for this season mm-hmm. i feel you know mm-hmm. yeah i agree
1: i yeah i i do agree with that and i i think that putting a less emphasis on yeah um patriotism and you know hype inducing uh, opening and putting it more on kind of the horrors of war i think that that makes more sense Um, in all honesty, I do, I do miss Link Horizon though. I I love, I love (laughs) Link Horizon. Don't get me
2: wrong. I I love, I love what they've done Mm -hmm. in in the past. It's fantastic.
1: Right. And I, I agree with you that the last opening that kind of, you know, mesh up of a lot of what they did was cool to see them try to do that, but I don't think it worked as well. Um, at least for me and I, you know, I guess, I guess for you as well. But I uh, I I still think that it would be a shame if later on in this season we don't get another Linked Horizon song, whether the opening or the ending.
2: Sure. Mm. In my in my
1: opinion, I understand, you know, especially manga readers probably wouldn't like that very much. But I, I do think that would be a, kind of a disservice to the series, what it's been about, and the. I don't know the the hype that these openings usually bring. Um, and I mean, not to say I, I'd be devastated if linked horizon is there, but um, I I think they could bring it back for the last half of the, uh, this last season and it would fit.
0: Hmm. I feel like they made a good, decision because of not only the tonal shift in the story and the new setting and the new studio I felt like the opening really fits and I don't think linked horizon could have done something in a similar fashion maybe they could do an ending but I kind of like this ending a lot as well it's uh it's a lot gentler than anything we've heard from linked horizon that being said, I do hope they will release some sort of um songs related to this season, just separately, like they've done in previous times. Because I do enjoy their music and I feel like, you know, they're they're connected. Attack on Titan and the Linked Horizon. They're not separate entities to me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so it would I I do agree with James. Like it would be a shame if they weren't involved somehow with this last season. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But I understand like you saying that Having, yeah, having that warfare or the, no, what's the right word? The, the, the basically like the patriotic, kind of like
2: glor- glorifying.
1: Right. Yeah. You know,
2: battles yeah. and fighting and, you know.
1: For, for this arc, it, yeah, it doesn't make sense, in my opinion. But can I be honest with you, though? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't Please. really like this opening. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> I, I, I don't know how many, you know, Die Hard Attack on Titan fans I talked to, and they're just so. Some of them are depressed, like they don't like this song, and I think it's pretty split. But a lot of the people who I'm close friends with love this song, and I'm just like, I I don't, I don't like it, and
0: (laughs) I don't like it, I don't (laughs) like
1: it, and I. It's not because I don't know. It's not because I I I need Linked Horizon. It's not about that at all. Just Hmm. this song is, is so. Th- there's the this dissonance and the creepy undertone that I I just mm. I I think Luna you you said this one time in Discord that you wouldn't listen to this on your own like it's it's not like a, a banger if you will
0: no I'm not jamming out to Discord
1: right no. <laughs> although I have seen some people claim that I I, I don't okay. understand it It doesn't make sense to me I I I appreciate what they're going for and the the meaning. I find this song is a little too, or it's it's like trying too hard to be deep, you know, and trying, trying to be cryptic and unique. Um, Now, now this group is is known for that kind of stuff. And this is really tame compared to other stuff I've listened to, which is also not my cup of tea. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: And and perhaps this opening will grow on me, you know, maybe by the end of it, be like, you know what? I, I really liked it. But right now it's, it's, it's not my favorite.
0: I think visually, I think it's very appealing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I very much enjoy it. And um, I didn't realize they were singing in English. Now that I've seen, you know, a version with lyrics. Mm-hmm. I, I I like the message. I don't think it's cryptical or pretentious. It's just, it's just like, this is what war is, you know?
1: Yeah. Children with the coins. Like, does that make sense? That doesn't really make
0: I, yeah, we can talk about that in the manga spoiler. Segment. Oh,
1: oh, really? Is that a is that a manga spoiler? Oh,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. I think it is. <laughs>
1: yeah, Huh. <laughs> coffee oh. is like. <laughs> oh.
2: I, I really love the theme song. Like, I downloaded it as soon as it hit midnight. Oh, really?
0: Oh, you love, love it. it. Wow. I. You are jamming
2: out to this one, then. <laughs> I am. I am, and I. I really wish they had the longer version available.
0: Hmm. I'm sure it will come soon.
2: I love the the tension at the beginning. I love when the violin kicks in. I love the chanting. I just, I love the entire way it works. For me, it's fantastic.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Three different opinions. (laughs) Yeah, totally fine. It it reminds me of, like, like taking a linked Horizon song with their own, because they have their chorus, they have some chanting in it, but taking it and lack of a better term, putting it on drugs, like, <laughs> does that make sense? Like, like everyone sounds a little high. Um, I don't know. Maybe that, maybe that doesn't make any sense. I mean, it's a very
0: peculiar style that they have. I will say it's like the same with the season two ending, the creepy ending with the children singing.
1: Oh gosh, that's worse. From
0: the same band, so.
1: I appreciate what they're going for. but
0: <laughs> yeah. It's. Yeah, it's a style you either love or don't. It's true. It's true. That's that's true. Yeah, I can see that. Mm. So I think it's funny. Um, Actually, when we look at how people react to the opening, like I'd say about 80% of the manga readers love it. But for the uh, anime, only it's a little bit less. It's only around 70%. Mm. So I think the the anime only have a harder time warming up to it. And maybe that's because, you know, they don't know what's to come, what the whole... And I think they might miss Linked Horizon more than we do. Mm. I can see that. Because we can put the opening and the ending as well, I guess, in, in more context. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about the new ending, which was very Falco-focused?
1: Surprising. Yeah,
2: interesting, right? Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm not complaining. He's one of my favorite characters, so.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm fine with it. For me, I, I love the, the animation in the ending, and, and mm-hmm. you know, and everything they were showing there was really great. The song, uh, it's not bad. Like, I, I, I don't mind it. There, there is that. They still have the dissonance thing, and if they took those, those conflicting notes out of it, I, I feel like I'd be, I'd be like, wow, this is a great song, but. <laughs> they add those and I don't know, I'm just not a huge fan of that kind of, that, that style. Um, and I think they've really focused on that in both the, this opening and ending, although I know they're two separate groups, but I, 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 I can listen to the ending and enjoy it more, at least for me.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that's easier to like have on your Spotify playlist than yeah. the opening for sure.
1: Maybe that makes me a normie. Yeah. I don't know but <laughs>
0: <laughs> i uh i did enjoy it. I enjoyed the visuals as well, like the the swirling of the colors and mm-hmm. the phoenix, I think, that we saw. Yeah. It was some sort of flying firebird at least. It, it visually it was very pleasing. I thought, you know, it wasn't a, a gentler song and the focus on Falco is interesting at least. Cuz you know, The manga is still ongoing. We still don't know how this is going to end. So that makes me think like,
1: hmm, what is
0: Falco's role in all of this? Oh my
2: gosh, (laughs) you guys, this whole time. So Falco, speaking of Falco, when he, in the beginning of the episode, right, where he talked Mm -hmm. about like the 3DMG and stuff. Oh, right. Right. What did you think about that? Because man, that was interesting.
0: Well, he did something similar, I think in the the manga where he was like uh what's going on?" but I'm not yeah, sure but what he, he said he did not mention
2: anything about he that, did
0: not though. mention the three dm gear and the flying around with the sword and kill yeah you know, titan so that was i wonder if it was like a nod to the you know the shift in location and the new setting and the time skip or if if it meant oh. something more
1: yeah especially point. with
2: with theme you know it's kind of really interesting to think about
0: mm. so you think Falco oh do you think Falco had one of those dreams like Aaron had in the beginning of the anime
2: I don't know that's what I'm thinking I'm like how... <laughs> like that, the thing is that like like that's a scene that's new for everybody true which is which is like it's it's kind of like one of those things that you know We're all discussing, right, whether you're an anime only or whether you're a manga reader, because none of us know what it means. So I think it's like really interesting, especially and especially going with the ending, like putting so much focus on Falco.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. This edition does give more for the manga, the manga, the manga only readers. Manga. (laughs) 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 <laughs> the manga-only readers who uh, are going to watch the season and already know what's coming. But these little details, it's like, oh, wow. It get, really get you thinking. And yeah. I, I like, appreciate We have
0: that. more information, but we're still like, what the fuck is going on? Right. <laughs> we
2: still don't know, so.
1: Exactly. Uh... And going, going along with that, with all the other scenes, like the, seeing more of the war scenes, it, it just, it adds more to not only the the world itself but also what we've read in the manga it just gives it fills it in more and gives more context for what's going on and you know for example how the the soldiers are being used by marley the 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 eldian soldiers how they're being used and their feelings about this and whatnot so i think those Mm. are great or needed scenes like they need to be added
0: before we move on out of all the um OPs and endings we've had so far, which one is your favorite?
1: So I, I listened to all of them last night in preparation for this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Damn, you really did your homework.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I, I, I have to say the first one, I, Mm -hmm. I adore that song so much. Um, I think, I think it's followed by, um, like a fallen angel or red swan. I, I adore that song. I know, I know you hate it. I love it.
2: <laughs> I love it. What, Do, Luna? You don't like it? It's horrible.
0: Oh. <laughs> I love Hyde, but I think his singing in this song is atrocious, <laughs> oh. and I don't like, you know, the whole, you know. I mean, I like that he's that, that they're referring to Aaron as a fallen angel, aka Lucifer. That that's the only good part.
2: <laughs> what are your What are your favorites, Luna?
0: Um, I think I have to agree with James, and I'd say. The first one because I can listen to that one on repeat forever. Yep. But I think I also really like the the one from um, season three, part two, on the Return to Shiganchina arc. Oh. I know you don't like it, but if you just listen to the full song, it's actually quite nice. I think
1: I'll have to go back because I don't think I've listened to the full full one.
0: Oh, okay. It's 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 quite nice. I don't think it works as well uh, in the shortened version in the, yeah. but the full version is. Okay, I think. But so, your favorite is also Red Swan Coffee.
2: My favorite is the first one, and unpopular opinion time. The new one would be a close, like a really close second, like almost Ooh. a tie.
1: Um,
2: I would have to hear the longer version, and then third would be Red Swan. <laughs> wow,
1: <laughs> I'm that's, so sorry. that's that's bold. That's bold. I like it. Um, in terms of ending, I. I I'm a sucker for Mikasa and the Zankoku Sekai or whatever it's called the cruel world whatever that's that's by far my favorite ending uh, from the it's the very first one. one yeah I I I can listen to that one on repeat it's just so emotional I love it
2: mm-hmm. How about you coffee uh, I, You know maybe I just like the Shinsei Kamata chan but I like the the creepy the really creepy
0: you ending. do. Yeah, you would.
2: <laughs> I really do. Really, I like I like the song and I like the visuals and it the just are really good. works for me. Yeah, coffee is into like horror and gore and
0: well, not not gore, maybe, but definitely gore. I, I'm it with gore sometimes. Um, uh,
2: and I think then this one, the the new one, I I really really like it. And the other one would be, you know, I don't know, I don't remember the name of the song, but. It's uh where Aaron is like hanging, kind of like a, like a meat puppet at the end, with a little rolling thing, like that <laughs> yeah. one, yeah,
0: cinema um, something, the one with the rolling walnut.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that one too.
1: That's good. It's kind of fun. Like that one, yeah.
0: So my favorite is from, also from the same band, but then from season three, uh, the second ending. Like That's
2: so good. So you love- know,
0: yeah. It's true. That that one is so good. I love that it one. Is. It is. makes me feel really sad every time. I,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like this one as well, but it's more, mm, I feel like it's more generic good than like hitting that special spot, like that makes my heart either smile or mm. break into a million pieces.
2: <laughs> oh.
0: So yeah, I'd say that one is still my favorite.
2: It's so good.
0: Yeah. Oh. <sighs> I don't have any endings that i this no, I take that back. I don't like the linked horizon ending
2: <laughs> which was the linked horizon ending?
0: the one with uh historia and Emir and- oh yeah, yeah 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 I wasn't too fond of that, but maybe that's also it's because- okay, yeah, I'm not a big historia fan either way, so oh really, huh hmm so we talked a little bit about you know that they added some scenes you know with udo uh. Pulling on Falco's head as he's mm-hmm. tying him up, and the Eldian soldiers. Uh, is there anything else you wish they had added or maybe changed compared to the Manga?
1: Mm, that's a, that's a good question.
0: Cause we have two chapters to pull from. So it's, it's a hard one for me as well. I don't feel like there was anything really missing. I will say, you know, in the in the manga, the um, the part where, you know, all the Eldians are dropped from the, the Zeppelin and, you know, go down on Fort Slava, mm-hmm. in the beginning you see them drooling and they just look a bit funny in the anime, but you don't see them drooling or like mm. these little, I think they have a bits in, like, to bite on in the, or maybe they don't. No, they don't. But they, they look a little bit more unhinged in the in the manga. Mm-hmm. So you can tell that there's something off with them in the in the anime, it's almost like they're still completely lucid. And then Zeke just turns them into Tysons. Mm-hmm.
2: I, can, I can see that. It's not as it's not as clear, right? It's not as
0: clear, yeah. Which I'm not yeah, again, I'm not sure if that was intentional or not.
2: Uh, maybe, right? Yeah. I thought the balance was pretty good between what was added and the, the kind of like iconic scenes from the manga. So I thought they did a really good job. I, I, my sister is the, is the animation storyboarder. So I would, I wouldn't know what to add or what to change. So I, I couldn't say, I thought they did a good job.
0: They did. I mean, they stayed very um, faithful to the manga, I'd say.
1: They nailed it. And what they added was, I think, Necessary to, uh, yeah, c- uh, fill in the story. I feel.
0: Yeah, I don't. F- it didn't feel like filler. Like, oh, we need to make the episode twenty minutes long or something. It it, it yeah. felt like it. Should. And, and it enhanced the, the story. They
2: made, yeah, exactly. It was for a reason, and it made it a little bit more powerful. Mm.
1: Agreed.
0: Exactly. I will say though, I still prefer Reiner's design in the manga better, <laughs> even though he looks really good. But I still prefer the manga version.
2: I have to go back and look at it now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's just something. He he looks really hot in the in the anime. <laughs> and I feel like in the manga he looks a bit more like tired and like an old ah, man.
2: That's a good point. You can see how it's like his experiences have kind of like worn away at him, right?
0: Yeah. And and then in the manga he's like, nah, bitch, I'm here too. <laughs> you know, fuck every way up and like signal Zeke in. <laughs> he was like the badass motherfucker. Just <laughs> uh, you know, I don't hate it. I don't
2: hate it. I, I, I like it. It's fine. <laughs> I mean,
0: <laughs> it's fine. Well, It's just, it's an interesting change. I don't hate it, but I, there's just mm, something that I like a little bit more about the manga.
2: Expression. And you know what it could be too? Like, you know, we, I I don't know if we talked about it when we were recording, but we kind of talked about um, Magath and how he was kind of like particularly intimidating. Um, Mm. It could have been a little bit on on purpose, right? Like he was intimidating in the moment because he was in a position of command and he has to have that kind of like harsh attitude for the job he's doing. I wonder if because Reiner was in the middle of a, a military mission that you don't see so much how you don't see that weariness in him in this episode because he's so focused right so you might see that yeah. maybe in, in the future right
0: i think uh, i think next episode we'll definitely see how the past four years have changed him mm-hmm. yeah so i think this is a good time to uh move into the manga spoilers so if you've uh been an anime only listening so far thank you so much This is your time to uh, head out or, well, skip ahead because we're still talking about Attack on Titan events that happened in Japan. That coffee has all the deets on. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, yeah, there will be a timestamp below. Please skip ahead. And yeah, thanks for listening so far. All right. Manga. Spoilers. James, this is where you can shine. Freedom. (laughs) Your time has come.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. so. This is, and this is mostly because of what Coffee said in that this could, maybe this is a reference to what happened before uh, in, in previous seasons. However, we know that, so we know that f- the Attack Titan allowed Aaron to be able to see events in the future for some mm-hmm. reason. But Falco shouldn't have that ability, right? He shouldn't be able to see into the future, supposedly. Now, maybe he is. Maybe he's seeing something like that. But yeah. what if he's seeing memories from past Jaw Titan users, one of them being um, Freckled Ymir? And she was flying around with a sword, and there were Titans yeah. at one point. So perhaps that's a memory he's seeing.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, it could yeah. be that. Like the... They're all connected. They're all connected with
0: hats. <laughs> yeah. Like Kruger, like uh, saying, don't you want to save Armin and Mikasa, mm-hmm. even though yeah that it could be that kind of thing
1: yeah
2: i kind of feel like it's not though <laughs> <Because> <laughs> he we haven't, we haven't right. seen that
1: <laughs> but i'd like to think so <laughs> yeah i mean maybe she she i guess i guess we haven't seen her really take out titans before have we
0: i'm, I'm sure she did in season one but she didn't really nobody mentioned her mm-hmm. yeah she was she didn't have a name back then so i completely forgot she existed (laughs) after i was watching season one i really had to go back wait she was there
1: (laughs) (laughs) um and then again obviously the other the other possible reason is you guys i'm sure picked up is him Mm -hmm. literally flying around as a titan um in this in chapter 135
2: i no, but he, he mentions the the gear though
1: well he says the sword i don't know if that i don't know if that we can automatically say that's the gear you know like pretend
2: the bird's not holding the swords no
1: no No, i
2: I, I think
0: he said i was flying around with a sword yeah
1: right but i what i'm saying is that (laughs) that doesn't that doesn't mean he has odm gear automatically. he's not wielding
0: the sword Uh, that doesn't have to mean that no it could Throwing it on semantics.
1: I'm saying it, it doesn't have to be the sword that they're using in the ODM gear. It could, it could be something else.
2: Like a bird sword?
1: <laughs> no, just some just some, other, just some other weapon that we don't know about.
2: A bird
0: sword. I'm sorry. I don't know why that's so funny.
2: He has <laughs> Levi in his mouth and Levi's like aiming the... Oh, yeah. Well, Levi cannot really do
0: anything else at the moment. That's, that's his job now.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: anyway, we got a an, uh, an question on Twitter from Ruby Gus, who mentions indeed the, the line change with f- flying around with swords, and then we see Falco in the ending with uh, the birds and also kind of in the opening. Uh, do you think he will be the one to end this nightmare? Is Falco the one who's going to, you know, bring about Ragnarok? Is that why we see a phoenix? Is he going to bring in the new world?
1: Yeah, before the anime, I would have said no, because uh, I, <laughs> I thought it was I thought it was supposed to, the focus was supposed to be on Mikasa and Armin, but now besides and Aaron, but now I'm unsure. Like maybe, maybe Falco is going to have a, a bigger role at the end here, which is not a terrible thing. But I, I do hope that he gives, and I think he will. I, I trust in him, but I do hope he gives Armin, Mikasa, and Aaron the closure and the the, the finale they need.
2: I think I think they will I think Reiner is Reiner too right Reiner's part of that group definitely but, you know uh, Mikasa Armin Reiner Falco for sure um, they all I think they all have a major role to play I don't think it's going to be only one person changing things and you know we 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 sometimes talk about like Helos this idea of like Helos the hero but Helos the hero was something that was fabricated right mm-hmm. maybe the whole point is that it's not one hero it's Everybody has to kind of like work on, you know, to change things together or nothing's going to happen. One person on their own, even as it is like a figurehead, isn't going to do anything right in reality. Right. It's nice to have that story, but we all have to move together to change. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that's
0: a good way of looking at it. Because I know the fandom keeps saying, Armin will be Helos, no Falco, no <laughs> Reiner.
1: Yeah, I, I don't buy into the Helios thing personally. Um, I, I don't think that's necessary to take down Aaron. I, I agree with Coffee that it is a a joint effort um, in that sense.
0: Yeah. Well, I always saw Helos more as a symbol of hope.
1: True. So That's fair.
0: Yeah. I... I think I could see Reiner fulfill that role, but definitely Falco. And especially considering where the world is at right now to kind of give hope to a new future. And I feel like Rise from the Ashes, you know, that Aaron created. (coughs) um, (laughs) Like the the past uh, chapter also had a big focus on children. And the fact that he opened, um, you know, I would say the second act of his manga, like the... Mm the Marley arc with Falco. Falco has to have some sort of bigger role in all of this. Yeah. But maybe it's more in the aftermath than in the actual fight in stopping Aaron.
1: Now, you mentioned the Phoenix. What if mm. the Phoenix is just supposed to represent the Titan he transforms into? The flying the flying Titan and not necessarily a... Well, Reaper. he was
0: a jaw and then he was reborn as if- a... <laughs> <laughs> oh. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I mean it could just be a reference to that but you know it's it's not just a random bird or another, you know, bird we've seen in the anime so far just flying around. It's specifically a phoenix, so I feel like if they chose a phoenix, it has to represent something surrounding rebirth.
2: They also mentioned that in the opening song as well, don't they? Something uh, like that like a What kind of line did they have? Something about, like, a a regeneration or something like that. Yeah, at the end, verse two, destruction and regeneration. Ah, okay. And then you also see it in verse one, right? Let's start a new life from the darkness.
0: Yeah. So, which is also interesting. Uh, If we look at the the last, yeah, this past chapter, there's something alluding to, like, this hidden world.
1: Yeah. Light can't
0: reach so i wonder i wonder if there is indeed like this this other world where like emir is and
1: the dome theory what what theory oh i i this is a theory i mentioned on the on the titan tea time podcast a long time ago okay that (laughs) that it's you know their world is actually um being watched over by another world like this is there there's some sort of wall barriers not saying it's true. I'm just
0: it just <laughs> like reminded me of the Show, kind of.
1: <laughs> What's that?
0: The Truman Show.
1: Yeah, kind of like that, except yeah. <laughs> maybe not as entertainment focused.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Not true. laughs> but that's kind of what I've been thinking also the past couple of chapters that there's some other entity mm-hmm. in control. You know, the one that turned Emir into the first
2: Titan. Yeah. Yeah, there's some shady stuff happening.
1: Yeah, I I do hope they, I personally hope they they go into whatever that thing is, but I could be wrong. But I I do think it's interesting or er, or er, nice that they hinted in the ending about Yamir and paths and whatnot. I I do like that True. as a manga reader. It was it was nice to see that, and it kind of leads to speculation with could there be some sort of connection between or. Er, I find it hard to believe, but is there something between her and Falco? Like, will Falco have a, a moment? Oh I don't right.
2: Know. Oh.
1: Dun dun dun. I mean, I don't know. I'm just throwing stuff out there, but it. If Falco is supposed to be this phoenix, this new light out out of the darkness, maybe. Okay, wacky stuff. Maybe he becomes the new Yamir. Uh that's wacky.
0: Oh, I hope not. Yeah. I, I don't I don't, I don't want I don't that want a new worst
1: ending. It <laughs> would be. <laughs> I said it was wacky. <laughs> <laughs> um or maybe maybe he's the one to put an end to it all somehow. Don't know why, but
0: I yeah. So, so I'm not sure like yeah, he's not ending it all but he's starting he's making things start anew.
2: Yeah, there's going to there's going to be some some kind of like a a rebirth or like a a re like a reset, I feel. Like mm-hmm. I know we talk about how this the the manga and the show have so many horror elements, but I don't see it as a horror vehicle, right? I think that it is going to end on some kind of hopeful note. And I think may, maybe that's that's part of it. There's going to be like like some kind of a like like a phoenix, like the, the, everything's gonna burn to the ground, and there's gonna be like a a restart, right? Something mm. like that.
0: There has to be something, because yeah. how can they come along from this? Like their entire world is destroyed. Exactly right.
1: Yeah, that has
0: to impact parody in some way, even if they, you know, get away scot free from all of this, which I am assuming.
1: It'd be it'd be interesting if. Falco becomes like a a new leader in that sense, but it's odd for how young he is, but maybe I don't know maybe he just ends up becoming a leader and helps helps humanity break out of the break through the ashes and move on. i don't know
2: yeah yeah that's
1: fascinating true. fascinating stuff to think about
0: it is, and to kind of um stay with the opening song you the children cling to their coins line
1: oh yeah we think sorry
0: uh, to uh uh halil yeah clinching to their to his stolen money
1: i i didn't think about that when i read it first i was like okay coins like what what are you talking about weirdos yeah but now but, but then you're like um that's totally a spoiler it's like what <laughs> you're right it is uh so i guess or at least it it's referencing that chapter yeah it's it's interesting.
0: Probably. I don't think it's meant in a metaphorical way that, you know, we're too dumb to understand. I think it's. Uh...
1: That's what I thought. That's what I was like, okay, weirdos. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I guess they're referencing that.
0: And that's why the imagery also of the opening works so well, I think. Yeah, sorry, because it's showcasing like total destruction.
1: In that case, do you think that this opening will last the entire final season, no matter what they no matter what they do or do you think they'll they'll have another one personally Mm -hmm. i think they'll have another one but
2: i i I feel like okay like it's 16 episodes right
1: Mm -hmm. are we gonna
2: get are we gonna get something halfway through are we gonna get something if there's a part two if there's a movie would there even be like an opening song probably not right so i wonder it's a good question
1: I mean, I don't mean to jump the gun and, and bring up the 16-episode things, but I'm going to do any, do it anyway. The You have eight episodes with this one, and that could potentially cover the Marley arc, maybe? Or, I think it could. It could. Or they go up into the end of the Marley arc, and then they change the opening, which would kind of be sad yeah. for whatever that opening is, because it wouldn't have as much time. But uh, eh, not, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Um I do think whenever the Marley arc ends, that's a good time to potentially change the opening. And the, and does that mean you bring in Link to Horizon? I I, I wouldn't <laughs> object. However, uh, I I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised that they try to do something maybe along the same lines.
0: Yeah, sixteen episodes is not a lot at all. No. Yeah, no, it's not. Oh, I'm kind of sad about that a little bit. <laughs>
1: I mean, I'm not. I'm not sad because it's not,
0: not going to end there, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. But the fact that we still don't know when when this is going to end, when is the yeah. manga going? Yeah. When is it the is. ending? Yeah. Are we getting a movie? Are we getting OVA's? What's happening? So you know,
2: this can only be good for you because you need COVID to be over to come over to Japan. My <laughs> warrior girl. Okay, so the longer this is drawn out, the more chance you have. Yes. Really.
0: I want to go. <laughs> Let me in.
1: <laughs> you know, we were we recorded the Titan Tea Time podcast yesterday and and uh, Petter Petter mentioned that he's 50% thinking that there may be another volume after this one based on based on this chapter oh. is what he's thinking.
2: I heard other people say that as well to me. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it, all bets are off now. Who knows what's going to happen? I can't, I can't predict anything. Who know Yeah, I think it's possible.
0: My trust in Isayama is to say, like, every time that he wants to end it within a certain time period, he never follows
1: through. So that's fair. I think I feel like a lot of mangaka are like kind of like that. Maybe not all, but you know, they have mm. they have a oh, it's going to end in this many years, or oh, we have this much pr- left. And uh, nope,
0: <laughs> I feel quite. like he was pretty intent on ending it this year.
2: That was his goal. And I, I thought it was so funny because like at the at the statue unveiling, they're like, oh, he's like, yeah, maybe like one to two percent. And the editor's like, we don't know. <laughs>
1: <You> know? <laughs> <laughs> what, are doing, what are you doing, man? <laughs> we have no you throw idea. it on the bus like that.
0: <laughs> well, he said in that interview before, like four or five percent or something. right? Five or six. I think, yeah, I think and he did five. Oh, poor editor son.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I swear. Maybe, so maybe that's why it's 16 episodes, because they're like, and they haven't announced a part two yet, because we, we don't know what's going to happen going forward, so we're just going to leave it ambiguous. And yeah, we're
0: going to get, like, final oh. season part two, two years from now.
1: <laughs> oh, gosh, no.
0: I, no not in two, please I mean, not two
1: guess- yeah, not two years. I mean, uh, hopefully it'll be animated well though. So I guess that's something. Oh for sure. <laughs> this
2: is
0: uh oh, this is so weird. I <laughs> I really thought like this month would be the last month we would be doing our podcasts. I'm sorry, you know, after over two years.
1: <laughs> James <laughs> What? I, I I I it sounds like you're disappointed.
0: I no, I'm not, but oh, like,
1: Tomoko
0: okay. was like, "I want my life back." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Nope, you're stuck.
1: <laughs> okay. You're
0: not allowed <laughs> to go anywhere." <laughs> but let's talk a little bit more about the the changes from the manga, or just a general about the compared to manga to the to this episode. Um, I think you wanted to talk about the ending, James, where we saw. One of our beloved scouting oh, yeah. corps members show
1: up. I think it, of of the additions they made. That was a really smart one. For me, I always thought it was strange or confusing how Aaron is able to communicate with the survey corps or, or yeah, the survey corps with the people in in parody. And mm-hmm. uh, this, I, I think it it makes sense now because. John was there or someone someone was there to to be able to retrieve that letter. Um
0: Yeah. I don't think they're I don't think they're in Liberio, but they are like in Marley.
1: Yeah. And that's yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I or I I mean I guess it could be either way, but I I'm fine with it being somewhere in Marley. Um it's mm. as long as they're in Marley and not just waiting for a letter to come on the island. <laughs> yeah. You know. It's like, I, I, uh, did he put the wrong address again? The zip code is two, two, anyway.
2: But yeah, you're right. The, the, the small changes that they made really clarified, I think, some things. And that, that's actually pretty major because I was the same. I'm like, how are they getting these letters? Is it by pigeon? What's happening here?
1: You know, so, I heard flying <laughs> type is a pretty idea? good way, but
0: <laughs> <There you> go. <laughs> <sighs> No, but it, that was fun- uh, strange, right? Like, oh, I send it home to my friends, that letter. And you're like, huh? Ha- it's like, how? Who? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Did somebody email them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's um, a good clarification. Because I always wondered if they prepared like their attack on Liberio from Parades. And like they flew over and flew back in one night. But that probably isn't the case either. hmm or maybe Hanji and onyanko did, but the rest was there doing things. I don't know.
1: I mean, I, I think they had they they had time to plan and were able to go back and forth yeah. if needs be.
0: I think it helps that later on we saw the flashback that they were all in Marley anyway, right. which we didn't know at the time. Mm-hmm. Do you think we'll see more uh, Scouting Corps members or Survey Corps members?
2: Yeah, I know you want to see Aaron. I, we're gonna see Aaron next episode for sure. I, I was <laughs> ready to see him in those trenches. I'm like, maybe he's there. I was like looking so closely. And could have been, yeah.
1: Not gonna lie, that would have been kind of cool. Um, yeah. But I could have seen a bit of back, uh, backlash from that from manga readers being like, "What? Come on, don't spoil it," or something. Um, I think they would have
0: been the ones to spoil it for. Yeah. Oh, the
1: yeah. They. Yeah. You're right. They would have been. It. They would have been the ones spoiling it. I. Th- I want. There to be, I do want there to be a cameo of Aaron, but I also want it to be ambiguous for the anime onlys. I know, I guess that's still kind of they're still in danger of getting spoiled because the manga readers will notice and be like, "Oh, Aaron." But I don't know. I I kind of want to. I I like what they what he how he did it in the manga, but I, I wanted to make it even more mysterious or like am, ambiguous than what it was in the manga. Does that does that make sense?
2: still like next episode what we get like falco like helping him up right i think it'll still be ambiguous i don't think you're gonna see like his face you if like if you know you know mm-hmm. but if you are <laughs> an anime only, i don't think you'll automatically but of course like luna said people will probably like drop hands and spoil yeah. and whatever but yeah i don't think you would right away get that if you didn't know
1: Right. Yeah,
0: I think if you watch it in a vacuum and stay off Twitter, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, comments are riddled with spo- er spoilers all the time. Like people just love or yeah, love to do that. So, you kind of have to stay away from him.
0: Um, I'm I'm curious if we will see him because it's so much easier to pinpoint that it's Aaron because you know there's more color, maybe. We'll hear. I don't. I don't think we'll hear him speak next episode, right? To Falco, no. that will be afterwards. If we see he's him,
2: he's so dirty. You, you I, I kind of like
0: it if we see like the rest of the scouting corps, and we don't see Aaron until much later.
2: <laughs> yeah, that could work too.
1: I wonder. Like, it would be. It would be cool to see more of them. Like towards. Like as the episodes go by, but I wonder if that's a bit much like maybe just showing Jean is is enough. Hmm. you know what I mean? I do
0: wonder if they could make him like look even less like himself, so that when he's talking to Falco, it's not obvious.
1: Oh, Aaron. That it's oh, Aaron. Aaron. oh, yeah, yeah. That'd be that'd be cool. That, I like that.
0: Yeah. 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 I don't think yeah. they will do that, but <laughs>
2: it would I be feel Like for the other people, like the other yeah. like scouting people, I think um there, I feel like the time is so tight on some of these episodes. Like, like what are the leakers saying that it's like about more or less two chapters, right? Around that time frame, mm-hmm. it feels like mm-hmm. like they have to be really good with their time management. So I don't know how much they're going to add the other characters, right?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. and and I think if you mm-hmm. show them too much, it kind of ruins. A bit Just of their like reveal a big
0: surprise mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah well i think that's mm, already a little bit ruined but, i mean for us it was like how many months
2: we had to wait to see them <laughs> <laughs> like that was a drag
1: yeah, it was a drag.
2: but but the impact of seeing them in the new costumes like yeah that like was so... i know i know we have the promo material but it's different seeing it <laughs> in action right
1: okay true i
0: I wonder. I I, I am looking forward to seeing the anime-onlys react to to it. Yeah. Yeah. When everything goes to shit. (laughs) (laughs) So have you seen any um, anime-only theories that you find particularly interesting or funny?
2: Like the most confusing one to me because they kept mentioning several times in the episode that it's four years later. A, f- a lot of people seem to think that it was taking place in the past. Oh. Did you see oh. that? No, it was no, I... really weird. They're like, wait. They're like, this person writes Visual Dawn on the anime discussion. My friend and I are arguing. He is convinced this episode is in the past, and the four kids are Reiner, Bertolt, Yamira, and Izzy. <laughs> <laughs> but they're using different names. And he thinks Reiner is a different Reiner in the past. (laughs) He says, in quotations, Reiner's dad, perhaps. Oh my God. (laughs) He goes, I think the episode is set after the events of season three, hence the mention of losing the colossal female Titan. Can anyone clear this up? I'm very confused. And I'm like, where, where are they getting this from? Like, it's so creative, but... Oh my they said goodness. several times it's four years later and we've been fighting this war and yeah, I don't know. I think
0: at least he's as confused as I was when I read the manga because I missed that little panel where it said four years later. Oh. So I was like, when is this happening and where
1: are we and
0: what's going on? So I, 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 I think they clarified it a little bit, but some people obviously didn't quite get the memo.
1: <laughs> I mean, I can can relate to this person because I too was a bit lost when we went started going to the Marley arc, but not because I thought they were like Reiner's dad or something like that. <laughs> no. But just because I... I for some reason i as a, wait should i know these characters like what did, did i miss something was there a chapter i missed like what's going on
0: uh, um,
1: i remember i went back and forth thinking i missed a chapter um
0: and that's how i felt i think about the kids as well like should i know them they do look like people that i know are they mm-hmm. related to the people that i know i guess
1: kind of <laughs> they're kind of related to reiner <laughs> yeah
0: well yeah he's and, and cold as well yeah he saw a relative of his as yeah. well yeah
1: true uh i i don't have any too many anime only favorites other than i've i've heard some people think jean was um kenny um <laughs> oh. I, they do they do both give those kind of vibes but um surely they they don't they can't think that kenny's still alive after what they saw in season three
0: <laughs> hey you never know i guess you never know <laughs> <laughs> My favorite ones are saying that Gabby, uh Looks like um, Aaron And Sasha's love child <laughs> <laughs> Or love um, that she really Looks like Sasha and that they hope they will meet
1: oh, no. uh, I hope they will meet too <laughs> I really do I think, I think they'd make a great impact on each other's Lives
0: Oh <laughs> So yeah, those are my uh, my favorite ones. <laughs> is there anything else you want to talk about in regards to what's coming up?
1: Um, I just I know it's down the line, but I can't wait for your chapter one hundred. That is one of my <laughs> yeah, favorite chapters. It. It's gonna be so good, and it's really loved. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Um,
1: but something that's closer is just Reiner's whole backstory. Um, I think mm-hmm. a lot of people are going to change their opinions, if they haven't already, their opinions on Reiner, and he may become a, a, I, uh, a favorite for a lot of people. Uh
0: huh. I think so. I watched an anime-only reaction, and they were like, oh, I feel bad for the children, but not for Reiner, because he knows what's going on.
1: Right. Like, mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Just wait.
0: <laughs> so I'm curious what they will think, you know. Moving forward, <laughs> watch. They have
1: no sympathy for him. <laughs> after, yeah. after whole, <laughs> I will, I will. Pull
0: up that. <laughs> That's the I, one thing I've been loving.
2: No, Reiner, Reiner yeah. I, I mean, he's, he's such a great character. And I think people are in for a real treat r- really soon, actually. So, True. it's going to be great to see.
0: I love everyone's reactions to Reiner. Like, I people are messaging me, like, after seeing this episode, I understand now how you stand, oh. Reiner.
2: <laughs>
0: or like uh, the MAPA made me fall in love with the warrior candidates, fear for them, and cheer for Reiner and Zeke, <laughs> which I thought was so funny. Like, yeah. and you know, all all as Reiner and warrior stands have been. Where have you been all these past years? You know, all these people singing them praise. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It was lonely. It was cold. <laughs> But now there's like this warm, Reiner-loving blanket.
1: <laughs> it's going to be okay.
0: Wrapped around me, yeah. It's really good. Actually, um, the scene that I'm looking forward to most is from ch- Chapter 104, so quite at the end of this arc, which is where we get to see the unarmored titan. Oh. Because that was just such a cool moment.
2: That's going to be interesting, yeah.
0: And I just love all the armored titan forms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: for sure
2: is it is it weird that i'm really looking forward to aaron mutilating himself by cutting off his leg (laughs) and shoving a bullet in his eye
0: no you love the gore i i knew you would love that
2: i'm like so excited about it that was like one of my favorite manga scenes
0: oh oh and of course like from the next arc falco in the kitchen sink
2: (gasps) he's so cute he's like a little puppy (laughs) <laughs> and is so
0: caring there. And puppy <laughs> with wine in the kitchen sink. <laughs> oh. Sounds so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> um, I kind of think that sums up our episode discussion. So see you guys after the break. So welcome back, everyone. Coffee went to the last but not final final exhibit, I think, in Fukuoka recently.
2: Yeah, yeah. I've um I, you know, I didn't mean to be traveling so much lately. There you. I was I just know. About to say how uh how unresponsible of you. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> so the final exhibit, right? There was the Osaka one, and that kind of happened before COVID. And the Kobe one... Yeah, that was a long one, time ago. That was a long time ago. And then the Kobe one happened when there was kind of a lull, and there was not a lot of cases. And the go-to campaign hadn't started yet, so people weren't going crazy traveling everywhere. And so uh. the numbers were pretty low. So Kobe was fine. And then came Hita, which was a statue unveiling, Right and that oh, we had right. paid for last year.
0: It wasn't cheap either the, to
2: attend the statue unveiling? No, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't that cheap. No. And um that was postponed cuz it was supposed to happen in the springtime uh because it was it was crazy at that time. And they shut everything down. And so they postponed it to autumn, right? And I'm like, okay, they're they're moving it to autumn. We can go see the final exhibit and go do you know, because it's in the same, it's in Kyushu, it's the same island, right? So we can do both of those around the same time, but we couldn't, we couldn't do them both around the same time because they were separated by several weeks. So I was like, okay, maybe I'll go in December or something. And th- this is so, you're going to hate me. So um <laughs> we went to Hida and we, we came back and I'm like, yeah, maybe we'll go to the final I don't know. Maybe I won't even go. And then they were like, yeah, we're going to give out free postcards for the first few weeks. And I'm like, yeah, I want a postcard. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and so me, I'm like, okay, I have this free day. I can change some work around here. I'll go by myself. I'll, I can even go and come back the same day. And then my husband's like, no, it's cheaper to just stay at a hotel with the go-to campaign. So just stay at the hotel and then come back. The next day, right? Because it's it's a it's a pretty long trip, so I'm like okay. And then the next day, they're like, "Oh, there's too many Corona cases, so we're going to stop the go to campaign." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> we just booked it," and so I'm like, "Okay," and. I was really careful Um, I got there I didn't go like the only semi crowded place was the exhibit itself which I I thought there was a little too many people in it I was kind of surprised (laughs) yeah because Kobe was not crowded at all Kobe was like really empty and this one I don't know what happened but there was (laughs) and it was all scheduled
0: stick of staying inside I'm guessing they just want to go somewhere
2: (laughs) I guess so, because like, even though it was scheduled and limited like the number of people that could go, you had to purchase everything in advance, the tickets, um, yeah, that movie room, I got the heck out of there, because there was so many people, Like, and I Ooh. enjoyed that scene, but I've seen it enough times, and I was like, bye, <laughs> and um, it was really great. It's, it's always great seeing um, Isayama's illustrations, especially seeing the little details, like In the last room, they have one of the panels that has all the colossal Titans kind of like marching into the frame. And if you look at the top of the frame peeking out, like you won't see this in the comic, but when the little head is going above the frame, it's like peeking over it, which is really kind of interesting. And then um, another difference between Kobe and this one is that the Kobe, the last room, there was no final audio um, because this is all post-COVID, right? So uh, it's probably not a good idea to have an audio room where everybody's gathered together. But in the Kobe exhibit, it ends with the the saying that everybody goes, oh, okay, we're going to go save the world, right? And the one in Fukuoka ends with, Like Aaron's line, where he was like, um, "I'm, I'm, I'm different. This was my choice, and um, like, I'm going to like end the world or something like that, right?" Oh, so I was like, "Oh, foreboding." Mm -hmm. Other than that, it was very, very close to the Kobe exhibit. Um, The best place to see it was the original venue at um, Mori Art Museum. Because it was made for that venue. Mm-hmm. And Osaka was good too because Osaka was also split in two parts so you could see different things each time. And they still had the audio room. And then these were a bit smaller, the venue, but they had most of most of the things. And you could actually go freely between both parts of the wall. So if you wanted to see that inside the wall or outside the wall, you didn't have to buy a separate ticket. And it was much oh. cheaper.
0: Oh nice. Yeah, so that's
2: good. Yeah, that was good, right? The ticket price was cheaper. You could see both sides. You didn't have to buy an extra ticket. And um <laughs> for souvenirs, uh you could buy mentaiko, which is like cod ro. <laughs> 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 which was uh canned canned mentaiko tuna, which was uh really yummy. Uh Fukuoka is really well known for that. And so I thought that was kind of fun. And they had a sasha mentaiko potato.
1: Nice. So. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you can also find some things from Hita there. Um, they had the can badges. I think they were supposed to have other things, um, but I'm not sure if it was sold out or they were getting it later, like the Ramune bottles and the Triwood products. I didn't see those there when we went. That's too bad. Yeah. So you stocked up? I bought, okay, I've been to that exhibit so many times. I I bought pretty much everything. and. <laughs> They had like these lucky bags and I'm like, "Oh, that's a pretty good deal. I could use another tote bag because I use the other one a lot and it was getting a little worn." But I'm like, "I don't I already have this tapestry and I already have this hand towel and I already have this thing." And I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> it doesn't make sense." So I didn't I didn't buy the lucky bags even though they were a really, really good deal. I was like, "Oh, should I? Should I not?" And I'm like, "No, my husband will kill me." So I didn't I didn't do a lot of shopping. I just bought the mentaiko stuff and I think a hand towel fair yeah it's yeah I'm not allowed to buy final exhibit stuff anymore. <laughs> I, mean,
0: I don't I wouldn't recommend it <laughs> I yeah. feel like your entire you know living space is like overflowing
2: <laughs> you know what I found these push pins that don't damage the wallpaper and oh. I this is really terrible I put up tapestries in my room now oh and- <laughs> And so, like, my husband is more freaked out than usual. He's like, There's too many errands in here. I don't like it. He's yeah. like, When this is over, you're selling it, right? And I'm like, I can't sell Aaron. Yeah. I'll, 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 I told him I'll take him down, but I'm not, I can't get rid of my errands.
0: Oh, maybe one day.
2: <laughs> maybe. <laughs> no. Not today, though. Today's not, not today. that day. <laughs> Will, will it be a final exhibit? I don't know. It might come post-COVID to other countries, you know? I
0: mean, how long has this final exhibit been going? At least a year and a half. Because I remember uh, you and Emeka, I asked you guys to buy me some merch. And I got that merch. And I've already gifted that merch when I was in the US. And that was over a year ago. So it must have been at least in a year and a half since it started in the in Tokyo. Yeah,
2: and I think it just move to different venues to give people a chance to see it, who wouldn't, you know, necessarily be able to travel, whether you're like students or whether you're really busy with work and you just can't take the time off to come to Tokyo or or to Osaka, you know, like it's nice that they could Mm -hmm. have it, the Kyushu area, you know, the travel time is a little bit long. And I thought it was kind of interesting, the different people that come to the different venues. So Tokyo is always like mostly women. And oh. I felt like Osaka was the same, but the further away you moved from that area, I noticed there were some more guys and I'm like, "Whoa, what's going on here?" And then uh Fukuoka was interesting because the demographic was like much more mixed. There was a lot of women, there was also some men, there were some kids. It was a much wider demographic, which I thought was really interesting.
0: I think better as well than uh You know, the ones you've been to where it's mostly just, I want to, I don't want to say older women, but (laughs) women of a certain age, I don't know what's, (laughs) what's the least condescending way to put this? Not
2: too old, like women in their, what, 20s to 20s and up, right? 20s to what, 50s? I I
0: thought for 40s and 50s. (laughs) There's
2: there's a lot of younger women as well.
0: Okay, good, good. (laughs) My bad. (laughs) So which one was the best one, aside from the one in Tokyo? Because obviously that one was designed around the, the venue.
2: The next best one, I would say, was Osaka because it, it had the two parts and it had merch specific to that venue, which I thought was really cool. It's It was inside of an old amusement park. Which is, which is fun to see all the old attractions and to see how amusement parks, like older amusement parks were set up. And I I like that it still had the audio room. The audio room was actually really cool because it had headphones that you could put on. So it was a different way of listening to it. In the Tokyo audio installation room, you move from one end of the room uh, to another. The, the museum person would guide you at a certain point. And then Osaka, you would listen to it all in one go through the headphones. So you could hear all these little ambient noises, like all these other little details. And you're like, oh, what could that be? What could that <laughs> be? Right? So that was kind of cool. I Yeah. Part of
0: me wishes that I could have gone, but like the other part of me is like, I'm pretty sure this exhibit will go on forever. <laughs> so I
2: hope so. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'll be able to see at least one iteration of it. <laughs> So how was the, the statue unveiling in Hita? So um, you went there, um, they unveiled the statue of uh, Mikasa, Armin, and Aaron looking up at some sort of wall. <laughs> I guess we have to imagine a colossal titan
2: looking <laughs> over that wall.
1: Yeah. When, when are they going to build that statue?
2: <laughs> you can see the colossal titan using the VR in the game. Oh. There's, a, there's a shingeki game that's tied into the tourism of the area. That's awesome. It's, it's pretty cool. It, Hita was was really, really interesting because Hita is really, really, really countryside. <laughs> and it was, it was kind of tough because I don't drive in Japan. I don't have a Japanese driver's license. Oh. And I know, and these are the times when I wish I had it because you really need a car for these kind of areas. And um, we were really fortunate that because it was the unveiling, they provided um, a shuttle bus service that was running like all day. And we were able to get there very easily. But, uh, okay, I don't know if you guys saw this. Did you see the Foxin video? No. No. Come on. (laughs) Okay. Okay, no, I, I was like... Someone had someone put it, I think, on Discord, and I did not know that foxman lives in Japan. Did you? uh No. <laughs> so apparently he does, and he went to Hita after the event was over, and he did zero research, and he took
0: oh, surprise, surprise, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> took a taxi
2: to like the like like this like one of the, I guess one of the what's it called one of the community centers or something like that. And mm-hmm. then from there, there was no shuttle bus. There was no bus service at all. And he walked like like an hour to the dam. Oh
1: wow. Yikes.
2: And I'm like, oh my God. And I'm like, how could you not have researched this? And I'm like, how I have I didn't finish watching the video, but I'm like, how did he get back? Because if you don't have a way back, it's really easy to get stranded. I guess he could have called a taxi company or something. But yeah, if you do go to Hita, I would recommend to research those bus times. And the Hita bus company actually does have a recommended schedule and a way of getting to the statues and to various uh, places in the city that are recommended that they put out after the event was over. So I really, really recommend checking that out. And they also have a really, really good resource um, through the Oita Travel. Uh, tourism, uh, the Oita tourism website, and you can call 24 hours. And I don't think Foxen knew this, but you can call 24 hours and there will be um, multiple language. I think not just English, but there's a hotline and it's free and they will help you if you have any problems with a taxi or at a restaurant or your hotel or anything where you need translation, they'll translate for you. And it's like an amazing service. And the fact that it's free is, is just, Oh, it's, fantastic.
1: That's um, amazing. Yeah.
2: I want to do this in our prefecture. I'm like, you know, I was talking <laughs> to like, some and I'm like, how do we make this happen? Because that's <laughs> so
0: useful, you know? Yeah, it is. And it, yeah, would be really convenient.
2: Yeah. It's, especially because like Kyushu is more countryside. There are less people that might speak English. Mm-hmm. So it, it's really, really a good resource Another thing you can do is through um, that same website, I think through their Facebook, there's a messenger service and you can ask them questions before you go, like how does a bus system work? Because all the buses are run differently in Japan. Some you pay up front, some you take a ticket, some you can use IC cards, some you can't. Guess what? In Hita, you can't use IC cards, so you have to figure out what that fare is and pay it in cash. Um, (laughs) So, But the, the statue unveiling itself was really, really cool uh, it was really well organized. We had the shuttle bus to take us. They um told us before we got on the bus, we weren't allowed to like really talk because they were doing the the best to to make it safe for everybody to minimize any like virus exposure. They checked our temperature. We um used the the alcohol to clean our hands. And we took the shuttle bus. we took we found our seats. It was all assigned seating. And uh, we had our little wooden tickets cause Hita is uh famous for uh wood production. And we got Isayama gifted everybody out of his own pocket uh these little raincoats to wear because he was worried it might be rainy or cold.
1: Uh-huh.
2: You know? <laughs> Which was really nice. I th-
0: I think you sponsored Isayama enough for him to donate <laughs> like a <laughs> I rain jacket,
2: think so too, right? I think so. <laughs> and um we got like a little goodie bag. There's like some freebies, like the Ramune that they're selling, and the Triwood product, and some other things inside, which was nice. And, and the bag had um there was two bags. One bag, the inner bag, had the Levi statue design, which is coming next year. So maybe we have to make another trip. But uh, my son loved it. I think he was the only kid there. And I think I was the only Westerner there. I didn't see anybody else. It was interesting to see, you know, it was interesting to see. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like Isayama's so awkward, you know? And Mm -hmm. he, I feel like it was so nice of him. To come out and do an event like this because you could tell he was a little like uncomfortable, you know, in, in front of yeah, the crowd, right?
0: It looked like it. I mean, I didn't see any live footage, I just saw some photographs after the fact. But he, yeah, he looked a little bit um stiff <laughs> and uncomfortable.
2: And it was really cute. At one point, he had to have his mic adjusted, and there was a point where okay, you have to realize. All the officials are there, right? All the prefecture officials, the city officials, like the mayor, the governor, everybody is there. And then Isayama's like, yeah, and I just really wanted to get out of this town. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that was not the time. <laughs> but it was really great. And, um... So they did the question and answer, they did the unveiling, they called a fan up to help with the unveiling, and the number that they called, because they pulled it out of the box, was the exact opposite number of my son's seat. I was like, oh, looking back and forth, I'm like, no. <laughs> and um, at the end, we we got to walk past Isayama, and, you know, it was like that, and I'm like, I waved at him, and then there was like a, <laughs> and I turn to walk away and then i saw him wave as i was turning around and i was like no
0: (laughs) so awkward."
2: Um, but it was really cute and um at the end you could choose either to leave or to wait until they cleared everything up for the to go take pictures of the statue and go see it up close and so there was a little bit of like a time where everybody was you know doing all kinds of stuff and for the people that stayed behind at the end Um, Isayama came up and said hey it would be rude to go without saying goodbye but you know he gave everybody like a last personal thank you which he didn't have to do I thought that was really like it it really shows the kind of person that he is you know he has like a a kind heart I think yeah that's nice
0: and you didn't get like to have a a personal like meet and greet with him right
2: that would have cost I think it was what like $8,000. I don't have the budget for that. And that like what you paid was a one-time payment straight out of your bank account and yeah yeah, my husband shot that down. He's like, yeah, that's not happening. No. <laughs> so, uh, I understand that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I I wonder if um the people who went to talk to him like the bird fans who asked him about like um, Reiner's nationality and Bertolt's nationality. Did you hear about that, Jane? I heard about I did. that. That was so fun.
1: I didn't hear about that yet. Yeah, yeah, please enlighten yeah, me. Yeah, so he
0: confirmed Reiner as Northern European slash Russian. Okay. And Bertolt as Italian.
1: <laughs> Bertolt Italian.
0: Yeah. Huh. He has more olive skin. So.
1: Yeah, I can see that.
0: But I thought it was funny because A, (laughs) Bertoli, (laughs) haha, memes. (laughs) 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 And B, just, but did they pay a thousand euros or dollars for
2: that information? That's a
1: burning question.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I want, yeah. I feel that I think a lot of people went in pairs and maybe they split the cost between the two of them because it was for two. Right, it was for
0: two, but still four <laughs> thousand.
2: just a lot, yeah. Indeed, and you got to stay at a nice onsen, and you got the illustration, but man, it's a lot. <laughs> it really is.
1: I was just going to ask: Do you happen to know? This is really random, but trust me, it's relevant. Do Do you happen <laughs> to know what college Isayama went to? Do you know if it was in Kyoto or not?
2: I have no idea.
1: No idea. Do you know probably? That may be too personal no. information um, or maybe not. I don't know. So when I, w- I lived in Kyoto for a very short time, about two months. Oh, and there was a, you know, a, a local yakisoba place. That was almost a, a hole in the wall kind of a thing. And there was a placard with an illustration of Sasha and Levi cooking up yakisoba. And I think he gives those to places, some places where he eats sometimes. But this one was different because I took a picture of it and I, I read it afterwards and it said something like he worked there part-time washing dishes. And he that's where he got some of his some of his ideas for the Titans.
2: Okay, so in in his hometown, he worked at a yakisoba restaurant oh, he could that's what them. it was yeah and maybe he went in that city to like a like a location of it right mm-hmm. that could be it
1: that's probably what it was is he was referencing the place that he worked at in his hometown mm-hmm. and then he was just yeah. talking about oh hey by the way you know i had that experience so okay that makes more sense that makes a lot more sense Um,
2: I think that's what it is. And if you go around Hita, there's a lot of different points that have like some kind of relevance to his life, whether the hairdresser he would get his hair cut (laughs) at, or his friend's shop, or the yakisoba shop he used to work at, and he has illustrations that he's drawn at the different places. Amazing. Yeah, it it was so great. There's this little tiny bar. And I think it's only open for an hour at night, which is kind of I don't know. I don't know the story with that. Uh, but it's like all decorated with all this like animation and manga like paraphernalia. There's Beautiful. like a whole room that's kind of like a retro room. And the guy, the owner himself, is like this character, and he he was so nice. And all the Shingeki fans, it's a, kind of like a Shingeki meetup place. <laughs> so all the Shingeki fans were there. And there's a place in the wall where Isayama drew on the wall. And he's like, hey, you want to see a video oh. of him drawing it? And we're like, yeah, show us. And it was great. He let my son um, take a picture holding the one of the drawings that Isayama drew. And he, wow. they took a picture together. And it was so so great. Cool. What a great experience.
1: Yeah, that's awesome.
2: Damn, that's, yeah, <laughs> I was just about to say. So go to Hita if you get the chance after COVID. Mm -hmm. Go to Kyushu. Go to Hita. Um, We were talking to one shopkeeper, and I I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, they were so happy because, you know, it's it's a really tough time. There's no – there's – you know, tourism is – It's rough, you know. And she was like, we were so worried. We thought nobody was going to come because Kimetsu no Yaiba is so popular now. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And she was so sweet. And so go, go give them your business once, once it's safe to travel. And I think the people there have really warm hearts. And it's a really beautiful area. And you can see Shingeki statues.
1: Yeah. That's, a, yeah. that's definitely a big plus. Yeah. I love how you mentioned the, <laughs> the Kimetsu no Yaeba, like, it's just so popular right now. Please <laughs> help come. <laughs> <Please stop. laughs> uh. Okay, guys. Hey, uh,
0: thank you so much for talking about the very first episode of season four with me, coffee, special things. Also for talking about the final exhibit and the statue unveiling in Hita. Maybe you guys want to join me for another discussion. I don't know if we're doing this like weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, still got to kind of figure it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Depends on how much time this takes to edit. <laughs> <laughs> it was very nice having you on again, coffee. And, uh, James, it was nice having you on for the very first time kind of a special uh, holiday collab between Tide and Tea Time and you here, big girls.
1: I love it. We should collab more often. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you already got you already got Petter on here, so I think, I guess we're good.
0: Yeah, I guess Montaku and I have to come on your podcast. Oh.
1: oh. Mm. <laughs> we'll see what we can do.
0: Uh, Dutch cookies. I'll bribe you with Dutch cookies. <laughs> Before we sign off, I also want to thank our patrons, Simon, Taryn, Kenny, Tom Silarana and our latest Patreon, RubyGus. Gus. Um, thank you all so much. You make these podcasts possible, and of course, I also want to thank everyone who's listening and commenting and liking these podcasts. Couldn't do this without you. So as always, thank you for offering your hearts and your ears. And until next time,
1: bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. And I agree with you. Peak. Peak was was incredibly intimidating, um, or the, I guess is that a spoiler? Are we allowed to say Peak's name at this point? Have they said Peak's name? And I think they did in the in, the, in the episode. I
2: think, I think they
0: did.
1: Okay. Ooh. Um
0: I'll I'll find a way around it. <laughs> <If not. laughs>
1: ah, I don't have to edit this. Um <laughs>